Welcome, my friends. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna. Mess, I was waiting for you to mess it up. <laughs> we are the Smarky Geeks. A little loud, but okay. Episode. What episode is this? It's episode one. Episode one. Contact information, which will change. <laughs> uh, you can reach the show for now at. 347 Snarky 6. That may sound familiar to you if you listen to the Snarky Geeks. Uh, but this isn't the Snarky Geeks, it's the Smarky Geeks. Um, uh, subscribe to our show using whatever you like to use. Either Google, uh-huh. uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pot, Pocket Cast, whatever. Just use it. It'll be up there, hopefully. We're gonna be. This is gonna be more polished next week. I yeah. Promise. For now, you can reach the show at the Snarky Geeks on Twitter, at Frankie Dehesus, at the John Toriano. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for I, now, I promise we'll be more polished. <laughs> I promise. Uh, for now, Jesus. Uh, you can f- find posts of this show on the Snarky Geeks Facebook group. Uh, until there is one for the Smarky Geeks. Um, yeah, we are going to put a Twitter out for the Smarky Geeks. Uh, we have Facebook, we have all that good stuff. All the Instagram. In due time. All that stuff. In due time. Even an email, if you like to email us. But for now, use the snarkygeeks at gmail.com uh, email if you are so inclined to send an email about something. And uh, now, on with the show. Let's get ready to rumble. Now, a little explanation for those new to this. Uh, this is our spinoff show. <laughs> uh, they never would have guessed from all the crap you said before. <laughs> uh, we are the Snarky Geeks, uh, but we are doing this show. This is going to be our wrestling show uh, where we talk about <gasps> gasp wrestling no. uh, <laughs> and, uh, and everything in our all around it. Little caveats before you continue with this show. If you're new to us, uh, we are not experts. We are not reporters. We are not. We don't have the ins- we don't have the quote unquote inside scoop. We don't have any inside scoop or anything like that. Or nor are we experts. We do have a passion for what we watch, and uh, we have opinions, and we like to be assholes with our opinions. So we like to talk about shits. So what you are listening to is just simply that, our opinions. Um, we, like you said, we don't know the inside scoop, so if we say something that's wrong and we, sh- I guess, should have known, that's our bad. Let us know. We'll, we'll, correct, we'll course correct. Um, this, this week's show is going to be AEW versus NXT, the it'll, Wednesday night smarks. Well, every, it'll be like that every week. But there are going to be some weeks where we talk about pay-per-views or other stuff going on. Yeah, other stuff going on. Others, I may want to... We'll talk about other stuff, other topics too. I think we should like you know favorite wrestlers and stuff, right. our top fives and something, which we've done before on our other show. I'm not even gonna say the other show anymore. It's that other show. <laughs> why, um, why you gotta put another show down? Like I just wanna put a stank, some stank on the you know like kayfabe, you know kayfabe, motherfuckers and play along. Um, <laughs> like you know do like little topics, our favorite gimmicks, you know our favorite wrestlers, our favorite, or maybe even do a review of a classic event you know that type yeah. of shit and we have access to a lot of it be it WWE or 
New Japan or NWA, NWA, TNA, yeah. TNA, Impact, all that stuff. We have access to a lot of classic shows, and we can just watch them and just review that one show and just do it. Through another option that we have through Anchor that we may want to like test out one of these days is um we can do watch alongs now if we want it. All right, where we could watch like whatever pay per view we're gonna watch and post it live. So a little commentary and shit like that. And people, right. For whatever reason, people want to hear that. I don't know. They probably don't. <laughs> um, you know, shit like that. You know, the little options that we have. So, yeah, right now, the, the majority of our show is going to be the, the Wednesday night Smarks. Um, the Smarky Wars. The Smarky Wars? The Wednesday night Smarky Wars. Let's do it. For now, yeah. we'll try to probably change it again next week. Get the copyright. Let's do this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but for now it's gonna be the Wednesday night Smarky Wars. It just got too long now. <laughs> um, but yes, it, but it is gonna grow. It's gonna there's gonna be different topics coming along that evolve through as the show evolves itself. Right. But for now, let's do this to it. Wednesday night Smarks week four for us. So a uh, little update on so for because it's the first episode of the Smarkies. If you're new to this. To these two idiots that you're listening to, uh, what's the speak recap? For you, speak for yourself. <laughs> what's the re- week? Week one was a tie, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, we we tied for week one. Week two was AEW. Yeah, you you won every week that we didn't tie. Um, so it, it's so it's it's look, it's one, two, and one. Uh, one, two, right? One and two. Right. Okay. So it was tie. Oh my my records one and two, so tie, and I won two, and now we're on week four. Right. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it to it. All right. Um, I didn't. I lost my card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get. All right. So obviously AEW won the ratings war again, but their ratings are going down on both sides. Yeah, this but, was surprising though. I, I, I think we talked about it last week, and I know I talked about it with you personally. I thought they were going to get murdered, both shows. Because they, they were up against the MLB, the, the World Series, yeah. and Open Air, the NBA. They were up against two major, two big things. That's not what happened, which is kind of amazing, on both shows. Right. So, AEW drew 963,000 viewers for week four, and NXT drew 698. So the gap is not as big as as you would think. You mean between the shows? Right. I mean NXT. I've said it before. I think they're falling into their their baseline right now. Cool. AEW. NXT. I think A. I think it's gonna be like five hundred to six hundred thousand. I think it'll go up once they. Well, they did a lot this week to get people to watch next week, which we're gonna get into. But I think one of NXT's biggest problems, I said it before, is they have to get out of full sale. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are rumors that next year they are going to at least part of the time go outside full sale. Like full sale still be their home. Is that a, was that a rumor? I thought that was confirmed. It's confirmed, but, it, but we don't know when next year. Oh. That they will like they'll do a two three shows two shows a month outside of full sale and do two shows and they want to stay they want to remain faithful to full sale. Because those full sale people, the people that got them, those are the loyal fan base. Okay. Like they still want to do at least one show a month there. But 
I think the first three weeks, I think WWE didn't take NXT seriously, AEW seriously. It took them seriously, but they didn't do anything to step up their game. Yeah, like I said last week, I felt like they were just they were just happy to take any type of viewing ship away from AEW. But what they did this week, which we're going to talk about, they stepped up the game a little bit. I did feel like they finally joined the fight. And honestly, that might be a problem for AEW. If, if NXT could pull off something where like they pulled off and keep doing stuff like that, it's going to be interesting from here on out. Possibly. Yeah, we'll talk about it. All right, so let's get into the matches. We'll do your match. Since you won, oh, you won last week. Yeah, so, so you. So the opening match was another match in the tag team tournament. It was the semifinals. Oh, uh, are we going to talk about um, production and anything like that? We'll do that. Let's do that or as we go. Let's, let's, let's do that as we go along. Okay. Because this is easier that way. Because we have comment, we have stuff about each match. Let's do it as we go along. Because right. I, I don't want to jump back and forth between matches. Right. So it was a semifinals of the tag team tournament for the AEW Championship. It was Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers. And Lucha Brothers won the match. Yeah. Which I expected. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, this was great. Uh, I love the, the code open. The show just started. Right it opened up. With, I like that no too. No entrances. No nothing. I'm going to give... Right into action. This was uh, that's why I, I was going. I wanted to like talk about production. Right. The way they did this was just right into the action. I wasn't expecting that. I, when I say I DVR'd it because I DVR AEW. You thought when you I missed turn, something? I thought I, I thought I thought I missed something. Yeah. I'm like, did I miss something? And then when Jim Ross started talking about it, I'm like, okay, this is how they did it. Right. Oh, and I'll get into Jim Ross too. Um, the the production of this show was obviously action packed throughout from start to finish. For a reason, because they were competing with these other stuff. So they was like, don't even give them time to breathe. Don't even give them time to change the channel, anything like that. Just boom, 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 boom. And I liked the way they started. No entrances, nothing. They were in the ring, ready to fight. I thought that was uh, that was awesome. And it was different, you know? You don't get code opens like that a lot. Um, so I liked the way they jumped right into it. The match itself was phenomenal. Um, these two tore the fucking roof down. I had a lot of problems with this match. The match? Yes. The work? Yes. You're insane. I'm not. You are fucking insane. I'm not. Go ahead. Okay. You do talk about it. All right. I know you got this thing. Every referee gets to call the match their own way. No, each referee is different. Yeah. We saw it again this week. We saw it in this match. At one point, Pentagon tagged in Ray Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Tagged him in. Phoenix did a move off the top rope. Pentagon went back, stayed in the ring, did some moves, I think on Isaiah Cassidy, and went for the pin and the referee counted it. He was not the legal man. Phoenix was. Okay. No. This is a mistake. I but don't care. No, 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 that, no, 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 no. That's no, not no. the match, though. Like, that, but that, 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 I'm talking about that, that as part of it. I'm, I'm right. going to get to other stuff. But that, I'm tired of the referee thing. Call the match. You want to you, you want to give certain you want to give certain leeway to all the wrestlers during the match, but stop changing the rules. They do it every week now. The referee thing is becoming a problem for me. They do it every week. They make they do stuff like that. One guy tags out. He's not on the other side of the ropes. You don't call disqualification. Remember the opening week when Jericho when um Moxley attacked Kenny Omega during the six man tag. Mm -hmm. the, the match kept going. The one week where during the Philadelphia Street Fight with Jericho and Darby Allen. Darby Allen touched the referee breaks on a, on a rope break. It's a Philadelphia Street Fight. There are no rope breaks. Mm 
The one week where one of the pen, one of the Lucha Brothers gets tagged in, but he's not on the other side of the ropes yet. Stuff like that. Where's the consistent refereeing? It's with certain referees. I'm tired of that excuse. I really am. But it's I'm, that no, consistent no, with no, that. No, 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 But they are consistent with that. With certain referees, it's consistent calling. Bad calling. But with certain referees, as bad callings, and other referees, it's good calling. They are consistent with that. It shouldn't be, but whatever. But that makes it alive. That makes it like real instead of like not real. You sound like Jr. <laughs> no. Yes. Which was pissing when it me comes off to this, this. But I will say, don't when that happened, I forgot who it was that said that you know the Lucha Brothers wrestled, or used to wrestling in Mexico where the tag team rules are different. That was Excalibur. But then Tony, saving the shit but, out of Jr. But then Tony Schiavone said, "Yes, but you're wrestling here. You, you got to learn the tag rules here." And he's right. Yeah, but he, he, that's Tony Schiavone was great too because he was like creating the argument. But Jr. was just Jr. was pissing me the fuck off here. Like it's like it's it's consistent with him. Like he's great one week, down in one week. I talked about this last week. Like he's a fucking roller coaster ride with him. It's almost as if like he's like he's bad one week, and then they pull him to the side. Like yo, how much are we paying you? And then next week he's great, right? And then the next week is like he just can't take it anymore. Like uh, like he, you can tell he fucking hates Orange Cassidy. <laughs> like I'm like, dude, just sell the fucking match. Yeah. Like shut the fuck up. Okay, but like get over it. This is 2019. You don't have to be on the other side of tag anymore. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. These rules are different now. These are different rules. All right. You are defending the hell out of this. And let me tell you something. Shit like that don't bother me. I can't even notice half the shit until someone points it out. Maybe you should. Because <laughs> if WWE did it, you'd be all over it. And so I would too, and we'd both be right. Not if they had like, like good wrestling and good stories okay. like this. Uh, but there the match was, itself was great. There yeah. were a couple of okay, things okay. in the match. There was one point where Mark Quinn had Isaiah Cassidy on his shoulders and the Lucha Brothers did this great double-team move. But it felt like it was too long to set up the move. You know what I'm saying? It's like when he had Mark, Mark, Mark Quinn had Isaiah Cassidy on his, on his shoulders, they, had, they were waiting for the Lucha Brothers to set up their move. It, it was too long of a setup. A lot of a lot of the moves I noticed as I was watching it, I I don't know if I want to blame Private Party or Lucha Brothers for it, but it feels like it was too long. Like too many people were standing around for like a second or two, while the other while his opponent had to set up for something, and it was noticeable to me. Um, not it enough. Was, like because this was high pace action pack for the most part. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Like people were setting themselves up. But while those people were setting themselves up, the other guy was getting ready to do a launch, right? And they, those other guys were getting in position so that guy doesn't die. Um, there are spots. This was spot-heavy match. See, and you know I'll, what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's fun stuff. <laughs> it is. That's what this match was. That's well, that, what this match needed. But if yeah. you have the, the private party in with the Lucha Brothers, especially with Ray Phoenix, this is going to be a spot-heavy show and Ray and Ray Phoenix and um, Pentagon were great they were great with their spots and all that stuff Private Party they're still green and you can see it yeah. in their, see, their that, fight that, that, but they that's were still probably what I'm thinking good though like it's they, still uh, fun and energetic yeah. especially Mark Quinn the one thing I don't like that Mark Quinn did is he went for this big flippy move tagged out then collapsed in the corner 
You know, it's like he didn't sell that he was tied till after he tagged out. Well, you had to make sure you got the tag. But the that's way, greenness still. Yeah. That's, but that's, don't do this big flipping move, like have all this energy, tag out, then all of a sudden yeah. you're exhausted. Yeah. That's noticeable stuff. Like, okay, I, it looked cool. It looked good. It did. Mm-hmm. But then what he did after that, it kind of took away from that a little bit. Well, he did a spot and then he had to get out of it. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, go ahead. I mean, Isaiah Classy had a nice little botch, but I'm going to, I'm added to the realism. He went for the move off the top, off the middle rope, like a top rope in the middle, but he kind of slipped and landed on the second rope and then did his flip. Oh yeah, no, he but does I, that. That's how he does it. No, no, because he landed on a top rope and slipped to the second rope. Yeah, that's what, that's how he does it. He hits the top, hits the bottom, does. His yeah, thing. I, right. I didn't know that. that yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it was a good match. It was. I'll give it three and a quarter. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Although I will say this about that move, I think he did slip. It, I think it was supposed to be less of a slip, like yeah. the way he did it. He does that move. Where he hits the top no, no, and then he that, goes to the bottom. I know that he goes, he jumps from one, but the way he did it, he landed on the top you rope, see it, and then you see it, him it just slip, slip, down. slip down. Right, yeah, it right. wasn't supposed to be a slip down. It was supposed to be a jump but down again, to that second rope. I am not going to bash him for that. I'm not going to say anything bad about that. Like you said, a lot of times, it adds to the realism of it. Yeah, especially like one one one, one botch I get to about NXT, which I actually loved how botchy this match was, but it get it. Made more for like the realism of it. We'll get to it. Okay, but three and a quarter. It was a great match. It moved. You know, I didn't see the private party winning it, though. It wouldn't surprise me if they did. I I wouldn't. They're not ready to be. No, but it wouldn't surprise me for them at least get to the finals because they are friends with the Bucks. Kind of give them that little bit of a push mm-hmm. to the finals. Kind of pushing. They're, they're pushed. They're, these are they're over. They're they're pushed to the stars. The fact that the Bucks they beat the Bucks. They yeah. have they have a bunch of stories ready for them. They're ready. They, these guys after this tournament's over and they actually crown a champion. These guys are gonna have stories all over the fucking place. They they they're they're booked. Trust me, they're gonna be fine. Uh, just beating the Bucks, that one win against the Bucks was all they needed. Right. Um, and they they're gonna be pushing the stars. They don't need the titles right now. Lucha Brothers are ready for it. I can see them winning this, taking this real quick. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get to who they're, who they're fighting next. Yeah. For NXT, opening match was Rhea Ripley versus Bianca. Oh, Bale. I gave the the tag match four. All right, I gave it three to four. Four, four snarks. Um, opening match for NXT was Rhea Ripley defeated Bianca Belair, and of course, they're setting up who gets a shot at Shayna Baszler next. Yeah, and that was a phenomenal match. I mean, Rhea Ripley they, between them, they have less than ten years of experience between them. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair is amazing. She's getting better every week. And Rhea Ripley's a former UK Women's Champion, so she's great. Yeah, she's, uh, Rhea Ripley's like one of my favorites. She has a great charisma. Um, they're kind of like graying her out a little bit. She used to be like a straight up heel, and now she's like face ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine. I don't, I don't mind. But um, yeah, this was a great match. I liked it a lot. I, I gave it three and three quarters. I give it three and a half. Because it, it, it moved the storyline along. And it, yeah. and they both, the, the match made them both look like serious contenders for Shayna Baszler's title. Yeah, I'm curious as to what's going on. Like, this match had a great, like, apron 619 from Io yes. Shirai. Um, which didn't affect the outcome the of the outcome, match. which I thought was cool. And they also, and then Candice LeRae came out. Candice LeRae. So they're, they're kind of setting up. Like, Damn near killed Io. I think they're setting up. Like, I'm prob- we're probably gonna have like a tag match next week. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like Bianca and maybe. 
Do you think? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bianca and Candice versus probably Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. Yeah, which is great. I mean, you, you're moving the storyline along. You're continuing the storyline, which is fine. Do you think they're working us towards a fatal four way? Yes. For takeover or some such. Yes. Probably. Which I want to be. Which I'm fine with. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, because but... well, I mean, but I would rather see. I want to see a Rhea Ripley and I want to see Bianca Belair and Io Shirai go on a one. The yeah. new Io Shirai, the heel. Yeah. Because since they healed her out, it's almost like she's changed her moveset a little bit, mm-hmm. more heelish a little bit. So I want to see that moveset now against Bianca Belair. That would be interesting. Um, or could that could be like the next match then. That was, is that, I don't know, did they release a card for next week? Not yet. I think they probably did. I don't remember what they said. Yeah, so it's probably going to be Eo versus Bianca, probably. Um, yeah, uh, it, it was a great match. I liked it a lot. I like. I, uh, I was I was talking about it earlier. It looked like Candice almost killed Eo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw how her leg went almost yeah. to the back of her head as she was as she got knocked off the apron. Um. But yeah, I'm curious. Like, if they either Bianca is out. Of this whole situation? I don't think she is. I, she put on too strong of a performance. I don't think she's out yet. Yet. Of the, the woman's picture? Yeah. She lost. Cleaning. Like, shouldn't that put her out? I know this is not like a number thing like AEW does, but she lost. You know? Does that put her in any type of contendership? I think it lowers it down the rankings. But I don't think she's out yet. Because I, I... What are you going to make? Then Rhea Ripley's automatically the number one contender? I mean, because... I mean, I, there's still the other two to go through. EO and um, Candice. Right. I don't think Candice gets a title shot because she just beat, she just lost Shayna Baszler. That's true, yeah. But she's she's working away. If, probably, if, if Candice beats EO... No, I think we're going to see... Because they're working towards that match. Well, that thing, oh, yeah, I think they're fighting next week, actually. EO and Candice? Yeah. But I think if EO Shirai could beat um, beat be, be, um Rhea Ripley. The winner of that would get a title match. I don't think Candice gets a title shot match now because she she had her shot and she lost it. But I'm saying, but she's in the picture. Yeah, I think Bianca's out. I mean, if they if they play this right, however they want to play, it. Bianca's out. Candice could beat Io and gets her a little like like there's like some sort of mini tournament, right? Which gets her in front of Rhea. Rhea beats Candice. Yeah, I think Rhea is. I think Rhea Ripley is the next number one contender. I think she gets the next big title yeah. shot. But they got to work her up there. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm trying they, to like plan it out for her. Yeah, yeah, they, they got to work her up too. But I think she gets ultimately yeah. gets the next title match. If they do it right, like they get rid of Bianca, she lost to Rhea. Candice beats Io. That puts her in front of Rhea. And Candice loses to Rhea Ripley. Rhea gets move. the title shot. Makes sense. Um, so obviously I'm, you're gonna give it to AEW. I personally, yeah. This that was a phenomenal high energy throughout the whole fucking thing. It was the Rhea Ripley thing was nowhere near exciting as that match. I don't know. See, sorry, it was good. I give him props. This whole NXT show was like I said, like they they came to the fight. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't write down any quotes from um, Morrow. Stop. But they were there. There were a couple. There were, there were, uh, there were a couple. There were more than a couple. I, I wrote every it down. match. I wrote were, down three. There were more than a couple in every match, and it was getting annoying. You can, t- 
you can hear like she, um, Beth Phoenix getting annoyed. He did. It. I saw three. He <laughs> he did a Jennifer. He said that's more. I think Oscar was against Rhea Ripley, but higher than or or more controversial than Jennifer Aston's Instagram game. Oh yeah, I, heard that I that. thought it was that's hilarious because I had to think about it a second. Like. Oh yeah, because Jennifer, yeah, she yeah, just the, joined Instagram yeah. or whatever. Or she they they called Rhea Ripley the Thunder from Down Under. Yeah, and um, there was a rap reference of Bianca Belair. Which yeah, I yeah, the French Prince. I didn't, which I didn't get. French Prince of Belair. Oh, <laughs> see, that's fun. That's clever. Yeah. I had to think about it. That's clever though. But there were there was a lot more, a lot more, and I was writing them down. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this this time. Like, just let it go because it's happening, and he. He's, it's like he's taking over that show, and it's like it's just him, and it's just too much. I love it when it was just the takeovers and stuff, you know. But for it to be this all the time, and he's yelling all the time now. I, I, I me, look, I like it. It adds to. I like it, but the enthusiasm of it. It's too much. <sighs> I, it's, I don't know. It's too much yelling. It's too much like word plays and too much like yelling those word plays out. Too much alliteration for every every single match doesn't need this. You know what I'm saying? Just sell the match. You know what I'm saying? Like, like does what does a, a Matt Riddle and Bron, Bronson Reed need like all those alliterations and and word plays and shit like that? Like, just call the match. You know, just sell the match. But he's selling himself, and Jr. is killing matches. On my side of the show, like he's just destroying the matches, and and Mar is selling himself, and like as the, you know the, in charge. <laughs> cat, <laughs> same cat, same show. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> something's changed. Something's the same. You know, so like the the Mar thing, it, it's getting on my nerves because it's just him. Like he's just he's taking over the commentary. Like Beth Phoenix and Nigel McGuinness are just there. They the only time you ever hear them really talk most of the time is during the replays. I, I what they call I, I the replays. I, I hear them talking all matches all the time. No, no, because I mean, Mario's the lead voice, but I do hear Beth Phoenix and Nigel McGuinness saying stuff. I mean, they say stuff, but it's no, mostly him you're making it throughout the whole match. It's mostly I, him. I don't agree with that. It, it, you don't have to agree. You have to agree with it because it's facts. Like it's not like. He's mostly talking. I'm not saying they're not. They're just sitting there like this. Oh, I'm sorry. Visual. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying like they're just sitting there with their mouth shut, like just waiting for him to shut up. They are talking, sure, but it's it's mostly him taking over. You know what I'm saying? To a point where you can hear, and it's not like kayfabe here, like sounds. It's like audible, ugh, moral. Like, like, like he actually went for that joke or whatever he said, you know? Um, and it's it's getting annoying. It's been getting I, annoying. Well, I I love his commentary. I Means granted, some of the pop culture references, like sometimes like damn, but for the most part, I love his commentary. I'm not saying Jim Ross, Tony Giovanni, Excalibur are bad because they're not, but I love more commentary. I well, I say, love the enthusiasm. I'll say this: Jim, Jim Ross needs to go, because <laughs> if because I feel like he he kills the matches too much. Like, don't do that. And then you can tell. Like one week they bring it up to him, like, "Can you stop that?" And he he'll stop, and then he'll be good again. And then the next week he's killing matches again. And then Excalibur and 
and Shivani are just saving it for him every time. Excalibur is getting really fucking good at it. <laughs> um, Excalibur was a saving grace for this show for my for week four because he kept like just saving matches. But he's getting my nerves. Jr. starting to get my nerves too now. <laughs> I want Jr. I think like I said this before on our other show. Um, if you put Morrow with someone like Corey Graves. That'll even it out, because you'll 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 get two alphas in there, and they'll be fighting for the mic. And I think, in not a bad way, not like actual fighting. I think they'll just be right, be right. able to play off each other. It'll, it'll be, That's it, the problem. It'll be Bobby Heenan Gorilla Monsoon. Exactly. The Morrow show. <laughs> I don't mean that wasn't a joke, but that commentary team, they don't play off each other. It's Morrow saying words, his his um, one-liners and his word plays and alliterations and shit like that, and then they just say something off the side of it. You know what I'm saying? They don't play off each other. You know, where in AEW at least you get some form of playing off each other, even if it's them trying to fix the shit that Jr. is fucking fucking up. See um, when you see by you saying stuff like that that Jr. fucked up this week a lot. You know he's you have to go the commentary to NXT this week. You have to. Because you're the one saying that JR needs to go. Yeah, but so, so I'm, I'm gonna, also saying that Morrow needs to shut the fuck up, too. He, he like, doesn't need to go, though. He's not... He, maybe you're saying you're saying Morrow needs to tone it down, but JR needs to go. So I'm taking the commentary win this week. All right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Because JR pissed me off. All, all right, right, I was getting real tired. Well, I have a show. few more stuff for JR. For the, I wrote shit down. All right, I'm next sure match for... Huh? I'm sure I agree with all of it. Anytime. <laughs> I was all really next, pissed off at him. All right, next match for AEW was SCU defeated Dark Order to advance to the finals of the Tekken Tournament. And JR, with the one line that I wrote down, his name, he's still Don't Call Me Dick Grayson. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was like a moralism. Like, like he, cause he, he uh, yeah. mentioned Teen Titans. I was like... What? <laughs> and it was an okay match. I'm not a fan of the Dark Order. Yeah, it was an okay match. Um, I think Stu Grayson is, a much, is, is the most talented guy out of those two. And I think if you put him in a single... I, I think if they make him a singles guy, I think he'll be great. Um, yeah. Well, no, I like them both. It's just the gimmick is, is garbage. Yeah. Um, they were better off as the Super Smash Bros. Um, but I'm sure there's like a, some legalese that's a problem yeah. calling them that. Um, yeah, the match itself was three and a half is as much as I can give it. Um, SCU did their best to keep the audience alive in it, and they did pretty good when they were. You can see them actively trying hard. Um, but I, the the Dark Order, and I'm sure it's go away heat, but they're like the only heel gimmick that gets actual booze. Yeah, <laughs> see, we're gonna get into a bunch of stuff later, but yeah. Um. But yeah, I gave the match three and a half snarks. The only thing that three and a quarter for me. Yeah, um, the only thing I really saved it was Jericho coming through. That was interesting. Yeah, I mean that that I it saved the match. I mean you had to put that moment of Jericho in dark in in his inner circle walking through the crowd. Mm -hmm. Put it during that match. Cause that was a match that nobody like people. I, yeah, I almost felt like it was an audible. Like Jericho was like, yeah, I got an idea. Come here, come here. Yeah, this yeah, will get yeah, the, yeah. the crowd excited." I don't think it was. 
Or maybe it was. Maybe they were supposed to do that later on in the show. Right. Because after this, we get another match, and then they have the gimmick with um, Cody. Right. So maybe maybe it wasn't all of them. Maybe Jericho's like, I got an idea to get the people excited for this. And he comes out with his crew, and they stay there the whole night being fucking annoying. Right. Um. But yeah, three and a half snarks. Okay. Um, NXT SE side, uh, Matt Riddle defeated Cameron Grimes in a phenomenal match. I didn't know Cameron Grimes was this damn talented. That that was a great, great, great match. Uh, it was okay. I it I I um uh, equate it to the last match um Matt Riddle had with Bronson Reed. It was these two guys just beating the shit out of but each other. But this was better, I think. Oh, uh, I, I equate it to almost equal. Um, it kind of sucks that they had a. I guess you can see that they were just heating up. Cameron Grimes this last few weeks yeah because they were giving him nothing but squashes like he was squashing everyone with that with that, with that finisher that he does that, that stomp thing yeah, yeah that uh, mini coup de gras whatever he does um I do like how they called back to that in this match this match opened up really fast where thinking that somebody because he went for his he finisher he went for his first, finisher he missed it and Riddle went for his finisher and he yeah. missed it and then the match settled down at that point but well, that settled down well no I just like the fact that they called the Matt Grimes What's his name? Cameron Cameron, Cameron Grimes went for his finisher like Max he always. Max is less than one brother. Yeah, um, he went for his finisher like he always does at the beginning of every match, but this time it didn't work for him. That's a good callback to his other matches, you know? Right. How he's always squashing everyone. He, he couldn't do it with Matt Riddle. I thought that was great. Good storytelling on that part. Um, but it just kind of sucks. Like, so this whole time they were just heating him up for Matt Riddle. Right. So Matt Riddle could get that one. I thought it was, I I enjoyed this. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I liked it a lot. Um, I'll even put it over the SEU match. Um, yeah, I was going to do it anyway because it, yeah, it was better. Yeah, it just was better. Uh, I gave it three and three quarters. Uh, same here. Um, next up for AEW. Now, this match was a rematch of their dark match with Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, but a regular match. I'm sorry. This should have been safe at pay-per-view. They had a great match on the dark. On dark. I, it was a phenomenal match. Mm-hmm. Their rematch should have been set up. They, it should have been a full gear. I would have had Joey Janela, Joey Janela, Joey Janela, in another match, and then have no. Kenny Omega come out to maybe, you know, confront Janela and, and ask him for another match. Or have Kenny Omega in another match and have Janela ask him for a rematch. Mm. I would have saved this for pay per view. Why buy the cow and you get the milk for free? I would have saved this for. Another, I would have saved this for pay per view. No, it's it's Joey Janela is not going anywhere. He's still young. And I he's understand still, that, but you can heat him up and whenever, and you can. But have I, that I match. still would have saved this match for a pay per view. It builds to the story. They're storytelling here, you know, because they're not gonna they're not gonna put this on full gear. They have the Moxie Omega match for a full gear. That's what this is building to. They had that previous match at in the dark episode, uh, show where Kenny had a lights off match with him. Which right. was like when oh, Moxie had a lights off match with him. Lights out. Lights out. Sorry. Uh, excuse me. No. So, so there was just Kenny trying to call back to that. Same thing here. Was it in this match where Kenny did some of his moves, Moxie's moves? I don't remember. It might have been the dark. I can't recall. But yeah, Kenny was doing some of Moxie's moves. He did the the dirty deeds or whatever it's called now. The Death Rider. Yes. He calls it. Um, and he even does uh, 
the the Xplex at one point. He did the Xplex and shit like that, and just released them. Like he's 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 storytelling within the ring, showing like, you know, calling out to Moxley. This was a storytelling match, and he's showing like I beat the boy you beat, you know, twice, you know. I I, I get all that. I still would have. I don't. I would I wouldn't have done it right away. Maybe do it next week. Like they just had their first match last week. Have this be the off week and have it set up for next week. Well, I mean, no, why but, do it right? Why do the second match right away? Because well, also you got to think about the fact that this was an action-packed episode, competing with a bunch of shit that they're competing—not just NXT, but WrestleMania and all those oh, NBA well, well, shit. Yeah, the World Series and NBA yeah. playoffs. So NBA, NBA opening night. So as AEW has been doing since week one, it's putting their best foot forward. So they know what they're going against. So they're gonna put this match out hard, and just have it built. Kenny Omega up full gear is almost here it's a couple weeks or next week right no week after next yeah yeah so they have to tell this story now because full gear is gonna end the moxie thing or maybe Jenny Joy Jenna interferes in that and continues the story between Kenny and uh, Omega or whatever um but yeah this is this is just part of their their multiple story time storylines that they're telling because Joy Jenna still has stories with moxie that he's doing and Omega, you know, and now of course, like the first one didn't count because it was lights out. This one counted because it was a rules match, you know. So it's all part of the the tapestry that they're trying to build here with their calling the map, you know, the keeping the the numbers, whatever the wins and losses. I have a question about that. They're trying to they're doing the wins and losses. To make it make it make it feel like a real sport, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, are they gonna do a reset, like once a year, once every six months to reset reset the clock? That's a good question. I don't know. Well, I would. This is what I would do. I would do it every three months. So they, their first show was in October. Mm-hmm. So in January first, I'd reset. I reset the clock every three months to do the wins and losses. Now, or every six months. No, I wouldn't do it once a year. I do it every six months. I do. I reset the clock. The NBA sports season only lasts about six months. Yeah, six to eight months. So treat like treat like a sports season. Reset Maybe. the win loss record every six months. Maybe, but do sports people do that? Like in basketball, the the, the NBA records every season they start fresh. I mean they, they they do overall record like you know your overall record as a franchise. But at the end of the NBA season, there were eighty two games. So after eighty two games, they have the uh, playoffs, so they have the finals, and the new season starts again, and every team's zero and zero. I'm curious. I wonder if they are going to try to do that because this was a Tony Khan idea, like he wanted this, and he's a sports guy. Yeah, so he, they're probably going to reset. So they might do that, yeah, because you have to. Because look, let's say you win loss records actually don't determine who gets title shots. Mm-hmm. Let's say Cody goes on a winning streak early, and he ends up being thirty and three. If he loses the next 10 matches, he's still got the best record, yeah. win-loss record. Yeah. You have to reset it. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe they are. I don't know. Yeah, you have to do a, you have to do a reset every six months. Or every I would do it every three months. So you have four quarters in a year. But six months is fine. Every six months, I would reset the win-loss record. And when yet they did a little blurb on the bottom deal with the record, I'd have an overall... I wouldn't put overall record. I'd put winning percentage. Like who has a better winning percentage overall in in the history of the company? Yeah, that's what sports does. 
they have win loss and they have winning percentage. Yeah. I'd have a winning percentage. Instead of having your total win loss for say two years, have a winning percentage. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Um, well, I'm curious. I mean, I actually now I'm more curious than I, I wasn't even thinking about that shit. Now I'm curious as to what the fuck they're gonna do. Yeah. Like if they are gonna reset or is it just gonna be lifetime? No, it's got. They have to do a reset. The, the other way it gets out, it gets out of control. Yeah, I, you would have to assume also like, especially like if they get new wrestlers in. Right. That's gonna be like an unfair. Right. Yeah. So yeah, they must. I would assume they're gonna reset at some point. Yeah. All right, for NXT side, it was a six-man tag. It was Brizango and Isaiah Scott, Isaiah Swerve, Swerve versus the Forgotten Sons. Um, I did write some notes down, but I can't read half my handwriting. Uh, but I will say this though: there was one com one comment goes, "There's a cover by the Legal Man," which means they were watching AEW. <laughs> they were watching AEW. I, 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 I can't remember if it was probably Morrow who said it but he actually said that during the match they have to cover by the legal man and I saw that I'm like son of a bitch I'm like son of a bitch um I like the match it was it was, it was fun. fun yeah, yeah. um I just wish the, you know Brizango was taken more seriously yeah, I mean, I thought when they brought in Tyler Breeze back, I thought he was going to be... I thought both of them was going to... I thought yeah. they were going to do, you know, the same gimmick, but just be a little bit more serious. You don't have to change them drastically. Um, but oh, um, sorry. I think they put it together as a tag team because they're kind of short on tag teams in NXT right now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably why they put them back together. But it's, I don't mind them being together. Just I, I just the gimmick, the stripper gimmick and but all they that got, stuff. No, no, it's not a stripper gimmick. No, 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 no. They got past the police thing. Now they're, they're pilots. I know, but I get it. But right. it, it, they just look like strippers. Yeah. They're coming out like strippers, like dressing up as famous things. Are you doing a sorry list? No, I'm oh, keeping oh, track of everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it just, it just feels... I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, no sorry list on your show. Yeah, no sorry list on your show. Kayfabe, we ain't sorry for shit. Hell no. Fuck y'all. Shoot wrestling. <laughs> um, fuck those snarky geeks. Um... <laughs> I apologize to Snooky. No, you're not. Because we don't do apologies on this show, damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was okay. The, you can tell that this was to push um, Swerve, though. Because he got the pin. Yeah, he's talented. He's got a few. He's got, he's got a nice you can tell they like him a lot, too. Yeah. Like, they're going to push him up. But I'm going to see. The problem is, I know you want to give it to Joey, Janelle, and Kenny Omega. I know you do. How can you not? I kind of do, too. Yeah. But this match was really good. I mean, it's kind of pushing along. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't great or anything like that. Like, I mean, I'm, like, gonna, I'm giving it to you. It's fine. I'm yeah, it, it was good. I, like the the NXT one, I give, I give Kenny Omega and Janelle like a four snark. Uh, this I give three and a half. It wasn't like great or anything, but it was fun to watch. I wouldn't like turn away from it. It was very fun to watch. That's one thing I want to mention also, real quick. Side, not so tangent. I guess I can't watch NXT right after watching AEW. Like I'm, I'm just the opposite. I, I can't watch AEW after watching NXT. The, the, it's not. I don't want. It's just, except for this episode, it's just kind of. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm working myself into a shoot here. It is bland compared to what AEW is offering that same day. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if I get off watching. 
get off. That sounds like I'm talking about watching something else. <laughs> what kind of wrestling are you watching exactly? <laughs> there are porns like that. I know they're all. Where they're actually wrestling and then somehow end up fucking. But they're actually wrestling. I know. Anyway, we'll, we'll review some of those. Um, <laughs> no, we won't. Your four snark match. Great work that they put in. <laughs> anyway. I love the climax at the end. <laughs> Great storytelling. Um, <laughs> they weren't faking. <laughs> anyway. But the, the excitement that it comes from when I'm watching AEW and the, the type of show that they have, and then I, I turn on, except for the first show, NXT, the, the other weeks after... The, the, that, that takeover NXT that they put on yeah, yeah. at Full Sail or whatever that which was very exciting after that it's just been pretty bland shows well not bland business I don't mean as bland usual. it's just business, business as, as usual. usual yeah the AW because of the crowd and, and the match and the storytelling that they're telling it's just it's just better storytelling right now for them NXT decided to join the fight today uh, today uh, this, this week, week rather. Um, which we're gonna get into we'll get into but but Right now, it's just it's just more exciting watching AEW, and then when I get on that high energy, and then I go watch NXT, which is just you know the dark ring, and it's just business as usual. The storytelling is not as to me; it's just not as great as AEW's been. See, I'm gonna go the opposite direction with that. With the storytelling, I look. I'm enjoying AEW. Let me let me state that for I am enjoying AEW. They're putting on a good product. They mm. really are. <sighs> and I'm not to say that I'm not enjoying NXT. But I just can't watch it on the same day. My, I'm just too high on AEW. The problem I'm having with AEW is, first of all, there's no real heels. The only real heel heat in the AEW has been Dark Order, and that's more go-away heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that going to be their thing where there are no heels or faces? Because but they the, did say that. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Rest, but I don't fun, think that's true. The fun of wrestling is, wrestling, wrestling is a couple characters come to life. I want to boo people. Everybody should not be getting cheered. They well, just shouldn't. Well, they're, they're not. Like I told you last week, when it comes between Cody and Jericho, Jericho will get booed. And Jericho got booed when it became between Cody and Jericho. Uh, and uh, we'll get into that. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure when it happened. I, I can't I think remember. it happened after this match. After the, the Kenny? I think so, yeah. So it's a good point. It's good to bring it up. Cody comes in. He comes in like a god from the ground up and shit so like I, that. I, I love what they're doing with Cody. Every other wrestler gets a good entrance. Cody gets that entrance. Yeah. I mean, because he is the most over guy in that company. Yeah. Say what you want about Jericho, whatever. He is the most over guy in that company. He's a wrestling... He's wrestling royalty. Yeah. And everybody knows he's wrestling royalty. Exactly. And, no, and everybody... It's accepted that he's the guy. He's the... He's the boss. Yeah. Put it that way. He is the boss. Yeah. He is the guy that comes out there. He knows how to do promos. He gives great matches. You know, he's got the beautiful. He's got everything. Yeah, which didn't come out with him this time. I guess for a reason. We'll get into it later. Yeah. Uh, he comes out looking like a god. Comes in the ring. You know, everyone's cheering the shit for him. Uh, Tony Schiavone mentions Jericho. Everyone boos. Everyone. You know. And, and whenever it became between Cody and them, when when Jericho kept pressing the the air horns that they were pressing yeah, very yeah. badly, I, I don't know, you can't figure out how to press a button. Like you go, <laughs> like the, the the air horns would peter out. Um, you know, everyone would start booing Jericho for interrupting Cody. So 
he's going to get his tears and shit like that, but when it comes between an overface like Cody, the you know, Jer- Jericho's going to get the booze. You know what I'm saying? And Jericho's been working for the the heel heat. He's been doing, you know, they've been doing those funny endings with him. They've been doing the the, the inner circle shit and stuff like that. And then have him coming out and making fun of everyone and stuff like that. He's, he's working the heel heat and he's getting it now. Um, oh, real quick. I want to back up. During the Joey Janela Kenny Omega match, Tony Giovanni called the inner circle the Dark Order. Because they, they showed that they cameraed up to Jericho in the in the skybox mm-hmm. and he called him the Dark Order. Okay, that's a mistake. Yeah, but then Ross made another mistake with the later two. I point the shit out. I told you. I broke. I he made notes. a mistake with what? He called it in a, during the the next match. He called the inner circle the inter circle. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, my, I know. You know I'm gonna point shit out. Yeah. Um. Look, I like what they're doing with Cody and Jericho, but it seems like the only time Jericho's getting booed is, is with Cody. No matter what else Jericho does outside of Cody, he's getting cheered. Yeah, but because people like him. If you people, if if you go, if you're gonna like him, you're gonna cheer him. Um. That's just that's just the concept of it. Like it's just people love these people. If they yeah. love them enough, the people are gonna cheer for them. I mean, if, if it, I guess if they're gonna do that. Anybody get Jericho be person they do it with. Yeah, uh, but you gotta give Jericho props though, because he he still gets the the booze as well. Yeah. And the hero was just fucking genius. This whole fucking um, bit they did, where you know he's you know and then. You know, uh, what they were saying, oh, you, we're gonna come up here. We're like four or five people up here, and you're just one person. And then Dustin's uh, music hits. Uh, I just noticed they're calling him the natural now. He's the natural again. Well, he was that in WCW. He was the natural. Yeah, Dustin no, Rhodes. but yeah. I guess they're calling that's he's back to that. At least that name. The natural Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. he's been doing. Yeah, they know that. Lost that a couple weeks ago. Uh, um, he comes out, gets a fucking pop as a motherfucker, right? And then they're still like, oh, you just two. We're still four up here, whatever number they were. What were they, five up there? Is it Jericho? Yeah, yeah. five. Yeah, you're five. It's two against... Blah, blah, blah. And then um, who's next? MJF. MJF comes out. Monster fucking pop. Jesus Christ. And then, you know, still outnumbered. What was it, Diamond Dallas yeah. after that? Diamond Dallas gets a... F- when was the last time? Think of the, the last time any like he got a fucking pop like that. Like another pop. The pop was even bigger than MJF's. That was it for the, yeah. the Nightmare Family, right? And then they start walking up, and then Jericho locks himself in the skybox. The, the, the sky which is hilarious. And you see his face. They're just like <laughs> closing the door. Again, visuals. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, closing. It's, uh, it's, it is episode one, but we're acting like this is the first time we ever did this shit. Um, <laughs> um yeah, he closes the skybox and shit like that. And then earlier, which I thought was... I don't know if it was part of storyline or if it was just a happy mistake. Earlier in this whole promo thing they were doing, Jericho made fun of MJF's um, scarf. Yeah. Which was a good callback to him oh, yeah, having a scarf. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But also a good callback in that very moment because Cody asks for the scarf. So the very thing he made fun of is his downfall. He said, who, "Who wears a Jericho? Like, who wears a scarf? Yeah, who wears nobody a scarf? wears a scarf yeah. anymore." Which is a callback to when he was in WWE. Yeah, and he wore yeah. The, the silly scarf. But even the fact in this own situation where he Cody asks for MJF's scarf to break down the window, you know, so the very thing that Jericho made fun of, 
is what's bringing him down. So I thought that was good storytelling. And then they had a little fight throughout the the back. And they went into the where the concession thing is. Yeah. And Jericho's got to go. I have a ticket. Yeah. Well, first, right before that, as he got thrown out of the, into the concession stand area, he grabbed some kids' crutches. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't think that was Kafer. I think that kid really needed those crutches, and he just grabbed it. I'm sure they had people there like looking out for that kid, but I thought that was hilarious. He just grabbed a crutch. And then, yeah, he's like, I got a ticket. I got a ticket. And then oh, towards the end. They did a dipping dot when Jericho was fighting Cody. And they went to the dipping dots. And Jericho like, don't, no, don't, don't destroy the dipping dots. Yeah. <laughs> How perfect this dude is. And then I like the part when he licked the ticket and he put it on his head yeah. and walked away. The, the Jericho's amazing. All right. Man, here's more of my problem having with AEW. I smacked my head hard there. Either. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard it too. Outside of the Cody Jericho storyline, which is great, I am not as enamored with Moxley that I thought I was going to be in AEW. Like, I don't know why. I'm not enjoying his AEW run as much as I thought I was going to enjoy it so far. It feels like Dean Ambrose's run. Like, it feels like he's, like he's not cheating, change his character at all. My only problem with it is that why hasn't he got a mic yet? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. put this guy, have him. If he doesn't do a promo in the next couple weeks against Kenny, uh, I'll be disappointed. Because, um, like, the thing's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. And he hasn't done a promo. Other aside, like maybe some the the video packages, but yeah. that's not. I want him in the ring doing promo. That's a problem also with AEW. I'll admit too, the the promo work is not as yeah. much as they they promise. It's mostly been a lot of wrestling, which is great. I like that, but I want my promos. One of the problems I'm having with AEW is it feels like it's uh, not one of the problems. You keep starting every sentence with one of the problems. One of my problems with it. <laughs> It feels like more style, more style than substance. Like yeah, the matches are great, but they seem like outside of the Cody Jericho thing, there's not a lot of substance to what's going on. In I would disagree with that a lot. I I agree. You got the Kenny and Moxley, and you got Kenny and yeah, Pop. but the Kenny Moxley loses a lot of loses some bite when Moxley's not really doing anything. Like he's not giving pro, like you said, he's not giving promos. That's just the promo, but the promos is not the the substance. Like that helps with the substance, but there's still storytelling being told. You know what I'm saying? You got story with Kenny and Pac, you know, and and, and then you got the story with Pac and Moxley, and then Moxley with Kenny, and th- there's a lot of like I'm, substance not, everywhere going I'm not, this thing. I, I see what you're saying, but I'm not feeling it. Like, look, the matches are great. The, my, my one problem with some, especially with the private party Lucha Brothers match you want to jump back with a lot of flippity flips which is, which is fun mm-hmm. but it did but that's what that match needs <sighs> yeah that match needs that you can't do some type of storytelling match for this is the they, the private party doesn't need storytelling in this right now they're already over they need to get out so Lucha Brothers can go up and go against SCU later you know the storytelling they just need to be Fucking but, amazing. I, I just said that match as, as I know, but I'm, I'm explaining as a like, whole though. Like 
I just for me it feels like more it feels like style of substance right now. The matches are great. It's just like it's missing something for me. I don't, and I can't put my finger on what it is. I really can't. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel mm. as polished as NXT does right We're now. We're getting one of these John reviews. No, no. From it does, snarky geeks. Shut up. It doesn't feel <laughs> no. as meh. It reviews. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't feel as polished as NXT feels. But that could be because it's new and they're still like building their universe, which I've said a few times. But I'm in, if I had to pick which one, which one I'm enjoying more, I'm enjoying NXT more. I, I, I have to say, I am. Oh, I don't see how. I just am. I just I don't see how. I mean, it's great. It's good stuff, especially this week. Yeah, oh, we're going to we'll get into the main thing that excited me this week. But, yeah, like, up until this week, it, it, it hasn't been much interest you know what I'm saying yeah it's great stuff great matches and everything but you want to talk about lacking substance like it's been aimless up until this week well also I mean up till this week they and they had they, like a head start and but they also did business up until this week they treated their weekly show as business as usual like they didn't do anything crazy up till this week but they didn't, they also weren't really telling storylines you know what I'm saying like Really? Other than what? What was that? That Tommaso Champa thing, him coming yeah, back. Yeah, the Tommaso Champa thing. They did the whole thing with Keith Lee and Diamond Djokovic to set up who would be the number one contender. But it wasn't a story. They set up. That, know, they, that, 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 you want to bring that up? Like, they that were, was horrible. Right, but it's, but you're saying they didn't set up any storyline. They kind of did. They will fight who would be the number one contender. Roger Strong interferes. So that, they were setting up storylines. But that's not like I'm talking about longer term. That was just like one little moment, and then that was like a horrible way to do it. And every book. week they're doing the women's title thing. They're setting that up every week. Like they're moving that storyline along. Well, up like I said, up until this week, it's felt aimless. Like it was just everyone's a contender, you know, like like no tournament or anything. Like just everyone's a contender. Everyone's in in on this. That's why we're probably gonna get like a five way or some shit like that. Um. But yeah, I just felt like NXT has been kind of aimless when it comes to the substance, other than its main like title. I'm. What what are they doing with the tag titles right now? Who's the tag champion? Oh, undisputed. Undisputed. That's right. That's right. But they, but they, yeah, that, yeah, it's weird. They haven't like I guess because all the tag teams are fighting amongst themselves right now. Like they haven't they haven't pulled out a more contender yet. It's gonna be some. I don't know who it's gonna be because like, a private party with the last champion. You figured they would get their rematch, but they Ooh. got private, Ooh. not private party. Um, Street puppets. Thank you, but they. Got I wouldn't forgive that. <laughs> but they, they, they do come off as very similar. The yes. both, both teams, yeah. But they got they got the call up. So right now they're, they're trying to build up the next contenders for those tag titles. Yeah. Like who's worthy of a title shot? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like it feels somewhat aimless. You know, there's nothing going for that. The the women's title is aimless. The well, the women's title's not aimless. I mean, everybody, all these, like, Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, like, they're, just... they're all, like, scratching and clawing who's going to get the next shot at Shayna Baszler. So there is stuff going on there. But they're not, up until this week, we didn't really see that. It well, was just no, a bunch they've been of people doing that, fighting doing each that for, other. Right, and they were, yeah, but last week when Rhea Ripley won, she made her intentions known. Be- Bianca Belair made her intentions known. Yeah, it's just everyone so making these their women, intentions known. It's kind of aimless up until this week. And now I, it feels I don't like agree, they're I don't building that. towards a crescendo. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I just don't. You're, you can say it, but you're wrong. 
<laughs> you're, you're, you're just wrong. I'm sorry. Your, your feelings are not facts. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and you, it's neither are yours. Um, but as a whole, though, I have to. Like I said, I'm enjoying AEW, but I am enjoying NXT more. As a whole, crazy, crazy. I'm not gonna jump. I'm not gonna be one of those people who jumps on the AEW bandwagon. I see that online a lot. The people think AEW's new counter blocks. Everybody loves it, but I. It's it is the new kid on the block, but if it's good, it's good. And to me, it's, it's good. Been it's not, better. It's not. I mean, the 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 real test is the long term and see what happens that, in that. But you got to wait till the long term. As of right now, AW to me is better. I I don't agree. Right with that. now, it's good. It's really good. But I, I'm enjoying NXT more. Mm. Maybe because I'm more emotionally invested in NXT because I've been watching it longer. Like AW hasn't had that moment yet where. I'm emotionally invested in it. Like we'll get to the what NXT did this week, that that old shit moment. Mm-hmm. NXT hasn't AEW hasn't had anything, done anything close to that yet. For me, that one like that holy crap moment. You know what I'm saying? That one moment you're like, I did not see that coming. The biggest holy crap moment since they've been on a on TNT has been when Jack Jake Hager came back. You got a good pop. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. I, I was like, okay, and it's Jake Hager. It's Jack Swagger. I, they will say they are building him up as a superstar. But and and he, then once we watch him wrestle, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know. We know why he hasn't wrestled yet. Because he had, he he had, had to fulfill his Bellator. Yeah. You see that? His Did Bellator fight? Did no, he, he got swallowed. They, they stopped the match. He two, gro- two knees to the groin on his opponent. <laughs> I swear okay. to God. And the, um, Inner Circle, without Jericho, came, came to the ring with him. He had an Inner Circle shirt on. Oh, nice. But yeah, but like I said, they, they brought him in as the next big star. Mm-hmm. And we're like, and, uh, if, you, if you were watching, we probably would just looked at each other like, really? Well, yeah, that's what I was. I was like, JK, really? I was just sitting there like, why is he getting this pop? Like, uh, holy shit. I, I mean, he looks you know, special. But... I'm going to be honest with you. You know what I think it is? I think the fans are popping for any WWE guys that show up there. That's what I think. Probably. I don't know. And that, that, I don't know if that, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. Oh, so AEW was, I forgot where they were, I think they were in England. They signed some box, some retired boxer to a wrestling oh, match. Yeah. So, and my whole, I saw on Facebook group, somebody posted it, like, so we're not going to talk about it? <laughs> 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 we're just not? And that's a good point. I mean, look, granted, he's probably going to be a full-time wrestler, but... Do you know who they said? I forgot his name. I forgot his name. I, I don't remember his name. But as a whole, like I said, you know, that, that, my feelings might change in a few months, in a few weeks. But right now, I'm enjoying NXT a lot more. I just am. A lot more? More. Maybe not a lot more, but I'm enjoying it more. I'm looking more forward to NXT every week. Mm. Can't agree with that. Okay, next match. That's your feelings. Um, the Best Friends, the Young Bucks defeated the Best Friends. And I like the fact that JR explained tag rules during the match. Yeah. <laughs> Just cracked me up. Yeah. I'm like, huh? I, was, I was like, come on. <laughs> come on. Stop it. Like, he you, explained you tag rules. You hear his hate come out. Like, like he's sitting there seething. You can hear him seething like at the shit that's going on. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I knew, I knew watching this. I was like, John's going to have a fucking field day with this shit. He's going to have a fucking field day. 
and you were right. <laughs> and you were right. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> and, and the best part about it is you came and fight me on it. Like, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, because I, I can't agree. I, I, I can't disagree. Like, it's that JR. And next week, I'm curious. I'm like, is it going to go back up next week? Because everyone's judging him for this week. And then next, the week after that, it's going to be back down. You know what's weird? One thing that people ripped on JR about was, back, was called Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. And that didn't bother me at all. I just found it weird. Like, he's the only one that ever does it at all. Like, everyone calls him Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I mean, everyone calls him you Jungle Boy. You know the feeling I get from Jim Ross? He's, he's this old guy who's who knows he's a legend, doesn't give a shit. He's going to say what he wants to say. I feel like I feel like that's what he's doing. He's like... Um, Cornette without a muzzle. You know what I'm saying? Like, muzzle, like, like, Cornette will go on, he'll call a match on power, and they'll have the flippy flips and all that shit, and all the shit that he doesn't like, but he's gonna call it and sell it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's gonna do a, a, his fucking job. JR's like, fuck is wrong with them? Why are they not going for the pin? I'm like, dude. <laughs> you know? And then next week, he's they'll put the muzzle on him, and then he'll call it. Great, even. And then at the week after that, it's like someone forgot to put the muzzle on him, and then it's just yeah. Jr. I'm like, come on. I like Jr. would be great, but I would like Jr. like just for like the main sh- like the pay per views. I was gonna say that save Jr. for the pay per views and keep Jr. for the background stuff. Like have him call like like direct the commentary, you know, be in the background helping people like with promos and shit like that, you know, because yeah. he has knowledge and know this. You know, if you listen to his, sh- I don't know if he still does it, but you, know, you listen to his show and stuff like that, he has tons of knowledge and stuff like that. You know, he can help the show, and I'm sure he is helping the show. But the commentary, I just, I need him at a minimum, just as much as I need Morrow at a minimum. Do you feel like with JR, he's like, I, JR feels like I could say what I want to say because you can't fire me. How would it look for your company to fire me? <laughs> Do you feel like, he's like, I, you can't fire me. You fire me. You look like, you look like assholes. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like he does that? I don't know. I, like maybe he does, and then maybe he does that with the wrestler guy, like t- Cody and stuff like that. And then, he, and then he'll do a bad commentary, and then Tony calls. He's like, "How much am I paying you?" And then he's like, oh, I'll, be, "I'll I'll I'll correct myself." And then he'll do a great call the next week, and then he gets like, "Wait a minute, I'm Jr." And right. then he, it's like, "Fuck all y'all." <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. But let's get to the match itself. Young Bucks over the best friends. Oh, that was a lot of fun. I I um, loved that Orange Cassidy came in. I like the fact that when he does those little kicks, he slaps his, his thigh before he does them. Oh, yeah. I think that's awesome. I like it. And I hope he never wrestles in a match. Hope his record stays 0-0. Zero zero. He will wrestle. like like Because the, the fans want it. Like The fans are demanding a Orange Cassidy match. Yeah. Um... I, I don't I mean I, I like comedy wrestling and stuff like that but it's just I, I like it at a minimum you know what I'm saying? see I like what he's doing now he comes out with the best friends he does his little thing in the ring and that's it yeah that's fine that's perfect just little little taste of his thing and just keep him on dark have him have at matches on dark that's fine because that's where they're putting those comedy style gimmicks and stuff like yeah. that yeah for now anyway you know like the librarians are there and shit like that you know have them have great matches there. That'd be fine. You know what I'm saying? And and it'll help get the crowd over because that they they pre-record that before their actual live show or after. Okay, fine. 
It'll keep the crowd alive after the show. Um, so they can do like dark shows with him there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just keep the, the the crowd excited. You know, that'll be fine. I'll be fine with that. Have him have his you know his dumb little no kicks and shit like that. I swear to God, they better they better better put a leash on him. He's gonna kill somebody. Hilarious. <laughs> you're, you're He's gonna him. cripple somebody, man. You're killing him with those kicks. You're killing him. Um, I know. But what do you think of the match? The match was good. The match was great. I mean, I, I'm not gonna put it at four. It was three and three quarters. Three and a half. Yeah. I liked it. Um, it was to put the to get put some heat on the Bucks after you know losing and shit like that. The tournament, and also it was basically to get to the point where after the match. They call out um, Pride and Pop, um, Santana LAX. Ortiz. It's called LAX. LAX. Um, which was, that, that's what this match was. It's just to get to that point. Right. And to call out LAX. Um, yeah, it was fun. On the NXT side, we had a Cruiserweight match. Well, Angel Garza defeated Jack Gallagher. 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 With Leo Rush, the NXT Cruiserweight champion on commentary. And Morrow, I think Beth did it once or twice, kept making rap references towards Leo Rush, and I didn't get the references, but Leo Rush was putting out a rap album. Oh, okay. So oh, I, that's right, yeah, because he was asking him to do then some I, rap. Th- I get the, I get the references, they just yeah. help him promote his album. So yeah. I, I got the references, that's why I didn't really write, didn't care about what Morrow was saying, because he was helping Leo Rush promote his album. So I was fine with it. It was a good match. Next week's going to be a fucking problem for you. Shut up. I'm get my pen and paper, I'm going to yeah, write whatever. everything he's going to they was to pay attention to this shit. It was a good match. <laughs> I liked Angel Garza. Jack yep. Gallagher's great. It was fun. Um, uh, Gallagher was fun. It was good to see him. He, he, I like that he got a pop. I um, like that. You know, the guys, the, the, cru- the NXT is where the cruiserweights are now. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. And I wish... I mean, They'll I be utilized properly there. I, well, I hope that they're there. Are, are they touring with the rest of the stuff, though? I think so. Yeah, so that's that's a problem. They should just be there. No, um, I think they're touring with NXT. Oh, with NXT. Yeah, the cruiserweights are in, like the cruiserweights are in NXT. I think. But I see them a lot in the regular shows too. No, no, I think certain cruiserweights like there there are some cruiserweights that are going to be on the main roster, but they're going to be the, the guys that are attending for the cruiserweight building are going to be on NXT only. Okay. Like they're still going to have some cruiserweights on the other shows. They'll mix them up and show Right, them. but most of the, like, the main cruiserweights, like, that title contender cruiserweights, mm. are going to be on NXT. Like right. Drew Gulak's on SmackDown. Yeah. He's a SmackDown guy. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, His okay. career's ruined, so. <laughs> Speaking of SmackDown, hold on. Can we not, exactly, can we, can we talk about what they're doing with Chad Gable? Uh, Shorty Gable? Shorty G. Now it's Shorty G? What the fuck is happening? You see his outfit? No. Is he like an Oopalumpa? Hold on. Is it SmackDown? Uh, I believe so. Give me a second. I just gotta find it. Great radio for our first episode. I'm saying, I know. There we go. Oh no, that's not it. But is he coming out like rapping or something? He's coming out like, what the fuck? Yeah. What was the gimmick? Was it anything special happening that day? He's a shorty G. Because they announced him as part of this team, One, I think Team SmackDown or Team Raw. Yeah. He's going to be in that match in Saudi Arabia. So that's his wrestling outfit. It's it's dumb. 
and they get extra points taken off because they didn't use a lowercase g. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They use a lowercase g, it would have worked better. Mm. I, I agree with if, that. If you're going to be do the gimmick, commit to the gimmick, you know? Yep. I don't agree with it, but whatever. He must have pissed someone off. Yeah, he did. Or Vince just thinks... That was a cat. <laughs> or or Vince just thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. One, one of the two. But anyway, so... For... In regards to Jack Eller. Yeah. Um, three and a half snarks in this match. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I, I gave it three flat. It was it was good, okay match. Um, just to put Garza back up after his squash against um Tommaso. So I guess you I guess you want to take the victory for this one. For... I I mean yeah I would think so I I wouldn't but not but not by much though not by much but I I don't I I think if you put the Bucks in a match it's gonna be hard. To put anyone against them and win. If you're gonna do something like, like it was a, it was a another one of NXT's extended squashes, you know. Hey Lucy, we're trying to put a show. Get her off. We're trying to do a show here, Lucy. You're scratching the the micro microphone. Just She's a catch. That's a whole floor. I didn't thought I could throw her. It's just the way you look. Chunk. <laughs> yeah, get the visual. That's kind of like weird. Down the chute. <laughs> I don't care what you smell down there. Where were we? Um. All right. Next up, um, for um, AW, um, I did not know Britt Baker was a dentist. What was? Oh, that Garza. Okay. It was Britt Baker versus Jamie Hader? I love the fact that she's like this goth girl. Last name is Hader. Yeah. I will say this though, as much as I hate. You you were alluding to it here. Hilarious jokes. I hate the whole dentist gimmick. I, I will say that AEW put out another great video package. For her? Yeah. I was watching, I was like, God damn it, now I'm interested. Their video pack. I, one thing I'll give AEW credit for, their video packages are damn good. Yeah. But I kept track. They mentioned Doctor, <laughs> she, all three of them. Now, I'm not going to blame G, JR. All three of them. Yeah. They either said doctor, the doctor, something with doctor at least 20, 19 times. Yeah. That's getting annoying. Dr. Brick Baker. Are the, are the doctors in or this? That, oh, yeah. At the, least yeah. 19 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was noticing those And too. honestly, it's getting annoying. Yeah. I don't like Because I, she is not that talented. She's good, but she's not great. Yes, no. I did think this match was pretty good though compared to last week's well actually last week was actually really good too but this match wasn't bad um but yeah but the whole gimmick of her being a dentist I'm done with see it's not see the worst part is if it was just a gimmick we could we could blow it off and do it, but she's actually a dentist so but, see it's supposed to be she's a wrestler who's also a dentist that's supposed to be the way they're pushing the gimmick mm-hmm. but the way it comes out is she's a dentist who's dabbling in wrestling and that's how it's coming out. And they didn't go to her practice. You said that. I was like, what the fuck? You know? Have her, like, working. That, I mean, that could be a, like, a rights thing. They can't show, you know, people at the... But they, know, they, they did. Dor- they did. During the promo thing for the video package, they showed her with somebody in her dentist chair. If you don't want to show actual patients... Did, yeah. If you don't want to show actual patients, 
put people in the chair. Yeah. And you see Adam Cole in that promo? They, there was a picture with her, like what she does in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. And Adam I, I, Cole was there. I see, yeah. It was in the picture with her. Oh, that's cool. But if you don't want to show actual dent patience, because you can get them to sign waivers. Mm-hmm. You know, look, here's a, here's a thing with Britt. Well, we want to use your picture. Sign this. Put, like, backstage people in the chairs. Do something. Yeah. Um, but the match itself was fine. Uh, I don't like her finisher. Yeah, it's a... It's a, it's a gimmick finisher. Yeah. Because she's a dentist, so she has to... And you notice that the minute she puts it in, the person doesn't even tap out whenever he gets called to the bell. The minute she, she put it... She has the arms locked. Yeah, but the minute she put... The, the, she had her arm, arm lock on Jamie Hayter. Yeah. Jamie Hayter wasn't tapping out. She can't, because the arms are locked. But yeah, but no, but usually they can do something like that the way that they're tapping out. But the second she put her fist in there, the very second, split second after she, after Britt Baker put the doctor, put her hands in her mouth, the referee called for about a split second. Like, no, she don't wait for the tap out. No, or wait a, for anything. There's usually a wait. There wasn't this time. I, I don't I didn't, I didn't catch that. But regardless, like, I, I don't like it. I think Hater did a great job here. Yeah. Um, she's like a British wrestler. Um... I've seen her before, not a lot of matches, but I thought she was great in this match. Um, and she did her heel stuff here. Yeah. You know, and I think she helped with the match. Like, Brittany wasn't as far Huh? He called her Brittany. Yeah, I'm going to call her by her legal name. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you got to call her Dr. Brittany. <laughs> uh, she was here. She wasn't bad here at all either. Like, she wasn't... It wasn't like the botches that she did in previous matches. So like, probably because she could... Speak English with the other person, um, but yeah, I, I I thought the match itself was well laid out, primarily on Hater. Like I think Hater did her great job being the heel, doing the heel stuff in this match. Um, all in all, I give it three and a half to just top it off. It was a great match. It ain't boring the hell on me, and other than the constant reminders of that she's a dentist. Yeah. Um, the match itself was fine. I go three and a quarter. It was good. Three and a quarter, three and a half, like in that range, because it was a good match. On the NXT side, we had a tag match. It was Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai versus the four the Horsewoman, and the winner gets a shot against the world tag the women's tag team champions, Oscar and Kerry Sane. Oh yeah, this was a good match. It wasn't a long match. No, it was a. I'm not gonna call it a squash, but it was. It was. To put the, those two over so they can... Because I, I feel like they, they, they're really going to try to build up Tegan Knox. Yeah. I don't think they take the titles. Um, But it would be a good thing to have her do something, I guess, and have those titles. You know? It would also be a good thing for those titles to be somewhere, I guess, and doing something either. Yeah. Also. Uh, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think the heel... Kabuki, whatever they're calling themselves. Kabuki Warriors. Kabuki Warriors are going to win doing heel shit. Yeah. Against these baby faces. You know? Yeah. Tegan Knox, I like a lot. Um, I like Dakota Kai. I think she's great. She's good, but the, I think the feature is with Knox. And Knox has this, I don't know what you want to call it, charisma. Baby, like this really good baby face charisma. Not just because of her story, which is a great story to have for a baby face. But also she, she, she in the ring has this like, like I want to root for her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she comes off as a hero in the ring. I like it. 
And she again, she she has one of my favorite finishers, the Shining Wizard or the, the shiny, shiniest, the shiniest wizard, yeah, the shiniest wizard. I don't I don't get the the, the reference, but okay. Probably she her future so bright. Okay, you I know, know what? Uh, that that's actually a great explanation for it. I, I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> the shiniest wizard. Okay, all right. Uh, so who do you give it to? And be fair, like who who do you give this one to? I kind of want to give it to the tag one because right after they also had the promo after the match where they showed Asuka and Carrie Stane on the big screen. Like they were they were these evil heels at that point. And it was such a great little thing, video package. Yeah, but that's not part of the match. I know, but I thought it was great. Um, I did love the the, the video package, the yeah, world the promo, really. Um, that they just did in, in Japanese for the most part, which I yeah. thought was funny. I want to kind of give it to the tag match. It's hard. It I is. I don't know, like, because they were both. And I don't want to call it a tie. I really don't. I mean, if I'm snarking it, they're both three and a half. Right. Same here. But. Who do I put over? I kind of want to give it to the tag match only because they mentioned that she was a dentist almost 20 times. Stupid. I'm serious. And that finisher is so horrible. That's it. I, the finisher is fine. It's just, it shouldn't be hers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't like gimmick It's a gimmick finisher, right. You know, because she's a dentist. She has the mandible claw thing. Right. I, I guess, like, stupid. It's done. Um, so, I just don't like that she... She does it. When she does it, it's fine. It looks like it's almost disgusting, really. But it's like, you know, I would tap out to that shit. But other than that, it's just I just don't like her having it. This is playing off like a really good first episode. It only um, is. Get <laughs> your tail away from the microphone. Um, you know what? I'm going to concede. All right. Uh, I'll give it to the tag. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to that. Boy pen. Whatever, okay. I think your cat stole my pen. Fucking <laughs> my cat can do with your pen. There you go. Okay. Thanks. All right, so now, next match for NXT. I mean, AEW, rather. This was the main, main event. event. Yeah. Pac versus Moxley. I, like I said earlier, I thought I was going to enjoy the Moxley run more than I am. So far, I'm not enjoying it. I mean, it's been good. Nothing wrong with it. But it feels too much like Dean Ambrose's run. Like, I'm not noticing any difference in anything. Well, one, it's just four weeks. Two, he hasn't been there as much as everyone else has. Um, three, we, again, it's still just getting started. Um, so, you can't expect too much in week four. For him, um, the match itself was great. I know a lot of people probably are going to shit on the ending because of the timeout, right? Um, but and I would as well because I don't like the funny endings too much. But I like but the it, way they did this. It worked. It, it was a time limit match. You went to the time limit. Not only it, that, it worked. The ending was. Moxie pinned um, Pac. But they didn't work it so that oh, the time ran out so he could have won or anything. like. It wasn't that funny of an ending because Pac kicked out right. of the Death Rider. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So they showed, like, this match wasn't over, even though the time was over. It wasn't like a funny thing where Moxie could have won if the time was still there. You know? It was still happening. So I, I kind of like the way they did that. And I think that's, they booked it that way. You know? Uh, but the match, and then the match itself was great, too. Like, I, I, I four flat it, right? Four flat, like, right at the edge of four. Um, and, and and I was drawn into it. There's also overrun for this. I don't know if you saw that yes. stuff. I'm not counting that because it's just dumb building up to the next stuff. Right. You know, the, but there was overrun where uh, Pac got up, started attacking Moxie, and Moxie attacked other people, and then Adam Page came out and uh, called out Pac. So there's more of that story going well, there. What they did on Friday, they showed the extended cut. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know that. I just saw it on YouTube. Like the no, they, that cut on out. Friday they showed the extended cut with like unseen footage, which bothers me a little bit. It's not, it's not a movie with extra footage. Stupid. <laughs> you know, they show it on YouTube. Don't show it as an extended cut. Did they call it an extended cut? Yeah. Uh, um, but um, I give it three and three quarters. It was not bad. No. Not bad. Again, I'm having a little... I'm not enjoying the Moxie run as much as I thought I was going to enjoy Well, I mean, I can't call it a run yet because he, he came in, got injured, left, and then he just came back. Yeah, yeah. I guess. All right. On the NXT side was the main event. Triple threat for the North American belt. Really? It was the main event? For NXT. So yeah. we were even this week? Usually NXT does more matches. Yeah, yeah, we're even this week, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, I didn't realize. So the main event was Dominic, Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee versus Roderick Strong for the North American belt. This match was phenomenal. I love this match. I I I liked it a lot. I three and a, three and three quarters it. Um the, and this was the match I was alluding to earlier, where it had like a couple botches. Like, more than a couple. It had a few boxes, but there was these boxes that they had that just helped the match. Like, that's that um, Tower of Death. Yeah, right. He kind of slipped and fell. And yeah. it looked like he was going to kill everyone. The one thing I noticed... But it worked. The one thing I noticed in this match twice, I didn't like it. There was a couple of scenes when Dominic Dijakovic was on a top rope and Keith Lee was setting up for the move. And you can see Dijakovic talking to him, like setting up the move. Uh, yeah, That's the work. bad part about high-def TVs. Yeah. You can see everything. Yeah. I guess he hasn't learned how to do like silent cues. or little, He's almost like he was having a conversation with them. That's where like good commentary comes in and they're like, oh, he's talking shit to him. Or, right, and they, know, they didn't say that. Yeah, they didn't say that. Yeah. But other than that, it was a great match. I like that... At one point, they're outside the ring where Keith Lee threw Roger Strong into Dijakovic to do the move, and they look at it like, oh, you and me, let's handle this in the ring together. Oh, let's do this in the ring. Yeah. They they, they, they knew that they one of them they knew that one of them got gypped out of a one-on-one title match. Yeah. So we know we're gonna do some we're gonna handle this amongst ourselves. <laughs> but I couldn't get excited for that because I know it wasn't gonna come to some. Well, I knew that end. too, but it was a cool little moment. But the match itself was great. A lot of hard-hitting moments. Yeah, yeah. The match was fun. I mean, Roger Strong, the, they, you know, he's great. He's always been great. Mm-hmm. And I like the ending. That's I one know. of the endings that we've done in our game. What? Where oh, yeah, yeah. Keith Lee did, did his finish on Dijakovic. Like, not his finish, his big move. Took him out of the match. And Roger Strong came in with a knee and pinned Keith Lee. Yeah. Like, Keith Lee did all the work. And yeah. Dijakovic just capitalized on it. On a moment. Yeah. I just... I mean, I didn't like the ending myself. I liked the ending. I thought it was good. It's it a funny that ending, and I kind of feel like they're going to 
build to like some triple threat between the three of them. But I like take over or some shit. But like I like that. the ending because it shows that Strong knows how to win. Like he knows he's an opportunist. He knows what to know when he sees the opportunities. He knows when to take them to win matches. Oh yeah, I know. I understand that. And I it's like just... the fact that he's a heel. He didn't cheat to win. He did what he had to do to win. It wasn't cheating. Yeah, NXT's great with that. I, which I love. Yeah. Because you know how I feel guy. about he, heels keeping the title through cheating. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. They're heels, but if they're good enough, they should be able to beat you without that. And NXT's great at that. Yeah. But what, all right, let's talk about it. What happened? First of all, talk who, about what? Oh, who, okay. who gets this? I know you want to give it to Pox Moxley. If, I mean, if oh. we're just talking about this end of it, match the match, battle bell, I'm, I'm giving it to Mox. I, I don't know about that. Like, to me, match-wise, it was better told, better worked um, than I, what I, the three guys gave us. I don't know about that. I'm gonna give it to you, but barely. Like it's like that 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 triple threat match was great. It was the thing that that that's gonna knock it off for of me is Donovan Dijakovic talking to Keith Lee when he was on the top rope, and you can visibly see it. <laughs> I'm taking. That's why I'm giving it to you because it happened. Yeah. They gotta be a way around that. <laughs> but let's talk about what happened after the match. Yeah. So after the match was over, Undisputed joined the ring to congratulate Roderick Strong and you know, all the Undisputed Era. They, he basically saying Roderick didn't need our help to win this match. He did it by himself. He's the champ. Then they proceeded to beat down Keith Lee. Tommaso Champ's music hit. He comes down with his crutch. He's ready to fight. But it's still four on one. Then Johnny Gargano's music hit. Now you see Gargano walk into the ring. Like he's a little tender. Like, what do I do here? Yeah. Like, like, on one hand, I want to help Tommaso, but what he did to me all, all last year. He comes into the ring. He looks at, at Tommaso. They're looking at each other like... And Tommaso's like, yeah, let's do this. They look, they look at this. Like, they're ready to fight now. Then you hear Finn Balor's music. Finn comes out. Now, what I thought they were doing, I thought they were setting up War Games. War Games is next month. Yeah. I thought, you know, somebody else would come in to set up four and four to set up the war games. So Finn comes into the ring, steps through the ropes with his Gargano, they smile at each other. Tommaso gives him the guy nod, like, you know, like we're here, you know, we're, we're here together. Mm-hmm. Finn looks up, Finn's not taking his jacket off, he turns on Gargano, does that pele kick to Gargano. Which was the most amazing pele yes. kick I've ever seen. Yes. Like, I was like, holy shit! He and nailed that him. surprised me. It took this. I knew, the ending got spoiled for me. Oh. See it did see it got spoiled for me and okay. just watching that I was still excited for it. I was like, oh, that when he turned. First of all, I started to have my recliner, so I put I put the recliner down because I wanted to watch it as close as I could. Mm-hmm. But when he turned on him, I was standing up watching it. Like I wanted to see what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. At that point, Finn Balor became Prince Devitt again. Yeah. He basically just, just backed himself into a corner and just looked at looked at Adam Cole. And, they, and he's watched Undisputed Era rip Tommaso Ciampa apart. He just watched them tear him apart. Yeah, the funny, th- the reason why I'm laughing is that when that happened, you hear someone audibly yell, Prince David! Yeah. <laughs> I, I was cracking up when I heard it. But <laughs> it was cool about it. Like, like, almost like Finn Balor had that thousand-yard stare. Like, he just, like, that, that glaze. It was, it was a, like him just being like, let them do the work for and, me and, and shit. Like, like and he watched them tear Tomas, rip Tomaso apart, mm-hmm. like like a bunch of rabbit hounds. Yeah. And they, they, I like the way he glanced at Johnny Gargano. He did, did one of, I don't think the Raider. He did, he did this move. 
Yeah, yeah. He just looked back, like making sure he's still down. Like and then I like how he he floated out of the ring, took his jacket off, didn't stop moving, mm-hmm. and then just full running speed and just did the missile drop kick on Gargano. I'm sure there were wrestlers behind him. Yeah, he knocked the barrier down. Yeah, and oh, then, that's right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that scene. And then he grabbed Gargano, dragged him to the apron, and did a and did a um. What did he do on him? That was that 1916. Yeah, or 19, blood, did, it used to be called the Bloody Sunday. Right, he did Bloody Sunday on yeah. him. And I got undisputed in the ring doing the undisputed symbol, and Prince Devon just does the the, the guns, the two guns thing down. Yeah. I have never been that one. That's one of the best heel changes I've seen in a long time. It was really good. I haven't seen it. I can't remember the last time I saw a heel turn like that. Maybe when Tommaso healed out. Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, Maybe. to me, the Tommaso one was more emotional. Cause, right, because Tommaso was tired of losing. And like, yeah. he, I get that. And it was between the two friends and shit like that. Right. You know like, but this was kind of because they sent they spent three weeks building up Finn Balor as the guy that wants his title back. Mm-hmm. He was the longest reigning NXT champion. They set it up so good that he wanted his title. All he wanted was his title back. Yeah. And you know, they made it seem like, and then when they set up, look like it was going to be war games. That was going to be four and four war games. Mm-hmm. And for him, the way he did it, though, and, and, look, give all the shit you want tomorrow, he knows when to shut up. <laughs> now, d- during a lot of this, there was no, no commentary. Well, because, you know, they probably said, like, Morrow, shut the fuck up here. No. And they must have told him like he's not gonna yell over this stuff. Or he just knows not to talk yeah. over. Like a moment like this, you don't talk over. Yeah, he's, he's not gonna let, be like let, right. He's not. He's not gonna be like, oh my god, Prince David, um, um, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, the Prince of Danger. You know, whatever he does. You know? But he, but he he was perfect in that moment. Yeah, and like the, just the look in Finn's eyes, like I'm back, bitches. And I think I know. Does he join Undisputed? I was wondering that too. I don't think so. I, don't, I didn't get the sense that this was him joining Undisputed. I think this was just him calling his shout now. And I like the connection. If you are watch wrestling, you know there's a connection with Adam Cole and Finn Balor. There is a connection there. Club. Bullet Club. They, yeah. So I could see him being the new leader of Undisputed era, yeah. like his version of Bullet Club. I could see that. Yeah. Well, would you, God, could you imagine the havoc they would cause? Him being the, the leader of Undisputed, yeah, I don't like know. his this his door, like his, I mean, if his I would do it. at that point, I would do it. I would too. If only if they worked Adam Cole as his star screen. Yes, you know they, what I'm saying. They probably like would. that guy who's like just waiting for his chance to turn on David uh, Finn Balor, uh, just just to get his his belt back, you know, right, and stuff like that. But it was such a per. David doesn't a, join now because Cole's champion, right. So it'll be weird. If he's or or he bring because then who knows? They're not doing shit with Anderson Gallows and and on Raw. Maybe they send bring him down. Yeah. How awesome would that be? That'd be cool. So you get like then you could do you could do a Tommaso Gargano and somebody else if they did it right. Yeah, which I'm sure they, in NXT they would. Yeah, they would. But imagine that like like Adam Cole said, you know, you're gonna join us in. Finn Balor looks at him and goes, no. Then you see Galvan come out from the from the crowd and they start taking them all out. And destroys them. Like, and then you bring in like a... Need you. And then you bring in a fourth member, like somebody new. Yeah, push someone, yeah. So, dude, there's so many possibilities right now. Yeah. This is why I was more excited for NXT. Like, I was like, holy shit, they actually joined the fight. You know? And I'm it's curious good. as to what next week is. That's yeah. the thing about this episode. It got me interested in next week's. The rest of the episodes haven't. 
I was just, you know, I was always going to watch NXT because I know I'm going to get a good show. Right. Um, but I was there was nothing about the previous week that said you gotta watch next week. You gotta find out what's going to happen after what happened this week. Blah blah. blah. Um, this one did it, yeah, especially with this ending. I was like, I gotta see this. Yeah, I gotta see what's I mean, going on. They, the only fortunate thing is I don't. I kind of doubt that Devitt's going to be there next week. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't because he's gonna. He, they, they probably they're gonna open up. You know, Prince Devitt. You know, he's gonna explain. He's gonna explain his, his actions. actions. Do you think he's gonna explain his actions there, or he's gonna put on another video promo? Well, he did. He did a backstage with Booker T. Oh, did and he said, "No, the prince is back." Hilarious. But do you think he's gonna like be in the stage? Talking to one of the reporters there. No, I think he's gonna come in the middle of the ring. I, That's I what think, I'm saying. Like in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I think Talking to someone there, or is, no, I think he's gonna come out by himself. Is it gonna be another video package? No, I think he's gonna come out by himself with the microphone and say what he wants to say. Yeah, I hope so. And if they're gonna bring out Gals Anderson in or anybody, they maybe they come out there. That would rock. Like I'll be like, holy shit. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna put it over AW yet, but that would be a good like. Fucking punched in my gut. I'm like, yeah, all right, all right. Cause you see, I'll start switching channels. I, I now. think, <laughs> I, I think it was, I think Carl Anderson or Luke. One of them tweeted out, "Well, well, well." <laughs> like him, a few of them, like a few of the old Bullet Club guys, tweeted out about the like, "Well, well, well." Like the, all of them said something, <laughs> which was cool. Like, welcome to the club. Exactly. It was. It was just awesome. What I if mean, they changed his name from Finn Balor back to Prince Devitt to Prince Baylor? Prince Balor, that would yeah. be kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, that would be you know what? A little shot call with with his old with his current. He didn't even talk about that, didn't he? Like saying that his past is not his future. Or See, something like that. his past is now his present. But you know, probably when, he, when he said that, you assumed that he was back to come to NXT, and he went way past. Yeah, and just that dead look in his eye, like he's up to he's up to no good now. Mm-hmm. It, it was just awesome. Super interested. Super interested. I am. I mean, they had to do something. Yeah. Like you said, they, they had to they had to join the fight. They had to join the fight. Not just be content with taking viewers away. Uh, hopefully, it's enough to have a fight because I love this. But I think this is great stuff. But just see what's cool about the NXT is you know they're gonna build they're gonna do this right. They're not they're not the main roster where they they they, they have a good idea. They have they a, la- they launch the idea right, then they yeah. screw up the execution. Yeah, they have a good chance of doing it right. I'll say. They, I think, I think they will. But my fear with NXT is that there has been a lot of WWE stuff seeping in, and that's scaring me more and more. But like see, the I, prop comedy. I, and stuff I agree like that. with that. I agree with you, but I think this proved that that's not going to happen. That doesn't prove anything. It just proves that they they know how to excite people, but then. You know, they've done it before with AJ Styles and that club, you know? Yeah, but Ooh, you know, that's the main club. That, that's Vince McMahon doing it, though. But I'm saying, this if that stuff is seeping in, it could be the same shit. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think Especially do with that. Finn, if they do something, I don't think it's going to be him being, oh, I'm a bad guy, but I'm going to lose every match, you know? And still get a title shot. <laughs> and I don't. I don't think we'll see Finn in the ring for a couple of weeks. I don't think he. I think he's gonna be that guy. Like, like you know, I think the first time we see him in a ring fighting will be a takeover. Yeah, the next takeover. But with Gargano, probably. Oh my god! Can you imagine that? That's a dream fucking match. I'm curious as to how they're gonna build that up because obviously he's attacking Gargano right now. That's his his feud. See, see, I like but what they the did. Story? What I like what they did with that is it leaves Tommaso Ciampa free to go after the go after the NXT Championship. 
Like you put Finn Balor and Gargano in a feud together, that's it, that that occupies them. So now Tommaso can concentrate on getting Goldie back. Could be him him working his way up. Who? Back, um, back, uh, Finn, yeah, because Gargano was the previous one to hold the title. Right. Beat that guy. Then former beat, champion. Then beat Tommaso. Beat Tommaso. And then yeah. Beat Balor. But um, what I'm saying is, I agree with Cole. that. So, well, Gargano's Balor's dealing with Gargano. You give Tom, let Tommaso get his shot at the NXT at the title. Mm-hmm. Then you can set up Tommaso Balor or have Adam Cole beat Tommaso instead of Adam Cole from Balor. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities right now. But I think Balor they should bring in a tag team with Finn to go after the tag belts. Yeah, they 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 definitely should. What are they gonna do for War Games? I'm curious. I like, think. Do you think the? I think it'll the first be first time in a long time that the main title is not going to be in there. Usually, will, the last few ones, it's the like Cole was champion. Last yeah, but time. The, the main title never defended the War Games. I know, the but I'm saying like, is it is it going to be the first time the title is going to be defended at War Games? I don't think so. Well, no, that's not the first time. Didn't uh, Alistair Black defend it at one point? Yes, when he was a champ. Yes, you're right. Against Andrada, and that was a great match. Yeah, it was a great match. I think it'll be. Fish, Cole, Fish, Cole, and O'Reilly versus Finn Balor, two of his guys, versus Gargano, Ciampa, and somebody else. Oh, they'll do 3-3-3? Three, three, three. I think it'll be 3-3-3. Three, three, three. Okay. Though I'd rather see 4-4. Four and four, Yeah. But I don't think we're going to get that now. <laughs> Leading up to like that confrontation, we were going to get it. Yeah. I, they, 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 you could have set up for it, but I'm, we're not going to get that now. It's, just, it's too late. There's too, much, there's too many moving parts now. Yeah. There's too much going on now. But yeah, but that that I can't wait to see what happens next week. And don't forget crown, the crown jewels this Wednesday. Yeah, don't forget that. No, don't. I mean, you, you, that must watch. I have totally zero. Right I have there. zero percent fucking. I have zero fucking interest in that. Okay. I could no care. No fucks. I could care. I don't care. Zero fucks given. <laughs> I don't even care about Raw this week. I can't remember the last time I watched Raw. Maybe during the draft. I don't think I watched it. Like I just oh kept track of it. Draft was horrible. God, they, nobody really moved anywhere. Nobody, nobody really moved around. Not just that. It's just the way they did the draft. The fake war room, like it's a real the war room, and then tra- she comes out and reads names. Well, they, that's the literal description sports, of what they did. That's what sports does. Like, like but this is not that. This I'm is, saying, but they'll try and make it seem like a sports thing where they have the war room for each team. Yeah. And then they give their pick to what the commissioner, and the commissioner comes out and he announces who the draft pick is. They they tried to treat it like a sports thing. It how, didn't work. How's that entertaining? Like I was like, this is but garbage. See, people watch the NFL draft and it gets good ratings every year. NFL draft gets really good ratings. So does the NBA draft. They get pretty good ratings. I understand that, but there's still for no, wrestling. There's still the idea that it's people know that it's fake. Well, from what. From okay. what I read somewhere, the wrestlers didn't know where they were going. Like, they didn't tell anybody. Still, hey. it's, it doesn't matter where they go. Right. Because right? three months down the line, the, the, the split's not going to matter. They'll move what, wrestlers the, around what, whenever what they, they the want. The way they should have did it was they should have opened Raw, we just have a bunch of SmackDown guys make appearances. And like Maybe, you know, we're here to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. And on SmackDown, a bunch of Raw guys make an appearance there because this is our home now. Something uh, different. Like something. Something to, to to move. I don't know. Or if you want, do something like like the ball, like the lotto balls. And if a wrestler's name is in there, if you're a raw guy, 
If you're a raw representative, you pull a name out of the ball. Yeah. Not too moved. Something different. Something. But not this shit. Yeah, it was pretty bad. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin on this. Uh, uh, uh. Who won this week? Oh, by the numbers, I guess. You won five five to three, but as a whole, I think we both enjoyed NXT a lot more. Just for that end. Just for the ending, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, check wise. By the numbers, AEW won. Right, but you got remember, a couple of the ones that you won, you won barely. Like, you know, like, number a couple of them, you were like, you give it to AEW with barely. But as a whole, though, I think we both enjoyed NXT a lot more. Just for that ending. Just for the ending, yeah. I have to put that caveat. The ending is, the, the cliffhanger ending, I was just like, oh, shit. They ain't in the fight now. Yeah. AEW should be a little bit scared now. Just yeah. a little bit. So, so let's put a pin on this. See what I did there, pin? Got it. Yeah, no. make sure you got yeah, it. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah.